It's Thursday. Lost to the tides of time. You're listening to Last I'm on Video Games, a podcast by Retro Video Games, and sometimes some other things. This is episode 215, Introgrit Globe Holders. Runtime for this episode is 45 minutes. Hello and welcome to Last Time on Video Games, the podcast that is declaring war on the ocean. My name is Jeremy. I'm regretting my childhood infatuation with dolphins. I'm Tyler. See, I always preferred sharks anyway, so there's that. My name is Zach. Dolphins do hunt in packs, though, so theoretically they have a leg up on a single shark. Yeah, but see, great whites are just that badass. Or that great. I remember you were obsessed. I remember you were obsessed with the megalodon as a kid. That's because oh, yeah. it's a giant shark. <laughs> yeah, it's a giant shark. I have a couple of books that I think the Steve the Steve Alton was the guy that wrote them about Megalodon still being alive at the bottom of Mariana's Trench and one of them getting loose and causing havoc. So that would be mildly inconvenient until we just hunted it down and killed it. So. Zach, does your love of giant creature movies just stem from your love of Megalodons? Have I cracked the code? <laughs> huh. Have you cracked you into the code? Right. I, I do like, well, I specifically like cheesy Yes. Giant yep. creature movies. No, there, so there that, aren't good giant creature movies. That, there are a couple Godzilla be. movies, I would argue. And the most recent King Kong movie, which does have Tom Hiddleston grabbing a gas mask and a katana and jumping into poison gas to slash some pterodactyls. And the villain is just, what if Cubone was an Evangelion monster? The creators of it have said that is what their thought process was. <laughs> wow. It's very good. That's incredible. I mean, although I don't really want to go see Rampage. No, Rampage no, looks that awful. looks awful. I'm not going to give them money, but I'm glad they made that trailer. That's so. not even the best movie coming out on 420. Is it just tradition now that movies are released on April 20th every year? No, it just happens to fall on a Friday this year. Okay. What, just, what other movie is coming out to compete with uh, Rampage? Super Troopers 2. I feel like they missed the boat on that one a little bit. <laughs> kind of feels like it, doesn't it? A little oh, bit like Zoolander 2. Yeah, kind of missed the boat on that one, although Incredibles 2. I'd... It is coming sometime, right? They can make another Incredibles whenever they want. That's all right with me. So, it would Give me an excuse to watch the first one again, at the very least. Alex and I were actually talking about that today. It's a surprisingly mature movie. It's basically Watchmen. Yeah. It's kind of scary. <laughs> it's Pixar. Yes. A lot of Pixar's movies are surprisingly mature. That too. It also has Samuel L. Jackson yelling at his wife. <laughs> I assume you've seen that comic with uh, Link looking around for the Master Sword, and he's like, Zelda, where is my Master Sword? <laughs> no, but that side's pretty good too. All right, so Zach, what games with the Master Sword have you been playing? Absolutely none, thank God. Hey, you like Soul Calibur 2, or did? Yes, but Link wasn't in Soul Calibur 2. Yeah, he was. GameCube version. Soul, Soul Calibur 3. 3. Nope, nope. Three is the one with who is the exclusive character in three. It was not Link. Three, uh, I think, was when they started doing Star Wars characters, but yeah. I could be wrong. That's four. No, that's I four. never owned that one. And I definitely three, three had high. If I remember right, three had Hihachi on the PlayStation, Link on the GameCube, and I can't remember what it was on the 360. Who's Hihachi? He's a Tekken character. People. I'm a hundred percent sure you're thinking of Soul Calibur two. I believe that. I, did three not have any gimmick characters? I wonder three if might it's not have because I'm looking now. Turning characters, new characters. Yeah, because it had Tira and the guy with the scythe with a yeah. really cool command throw. Zosalamel. Yes, thank you. Zosalamel. He's on the cover. Yeah, uh, three had no guest characters. Uh, so oh, guest was... characters. Cosmos. Man, I want to play as Cosmos <laughs> in... Uh, I don't Ca- think that's they... actually a guest character. Yeah, that's a costume. Cre- yeah, it had the creative character and you could make Cosmos. Yeah. And Dante. He was originally going to be added to the playable roster, but was added for unknown or dropped for unknown reasons. 
Possibly due to space constraints. I, man. <laughs> okay, okay so I guess it was Soul Calibur 2. I thought it was 3. And then 4 had Yoda. And, and uh, uh, what's his nuts? Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he doesn't have any of those anymore, Zach, so I yeah. assume he was chopped in half of the waist, right? Uh, no, he lost his legs. I, I don't think he lost his waist. But I was gonna say in the I'm not gonna go watch episode three ever again. No, it's part of the extended universe. Yeah. The Great Battle of Tarshan. You can't beat me, Anakin. I've purchased the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw that too. <laughs> it's very good. I've been playing League. I haven't been playing quite as much because I'm still trying to get over my ranked anxiety. I was going to play a little bit of it yesterday, but yesterday also turned out to be a patch day. And that's one thing that I don't really want to change around. I'm not going to play on patch days because some people's connection on that those days is uh, iffy. So I want to avoid doing that because, you know, I could end up with a higher possibility of having somebody in my on my team that is AFK for tech-related reasons. I've been playing a lot of the Fate Go as well. I've been getting back into that a little bit. Not quite as good as Dokkan Battle. I was looking at it in their like top tier buy purchase, you know, orb thing is uh 80 bucks. Yeah, Dokkan Battle isn't cheap, but it's cheaper than a lot of ones that came out later. Cuz they're like, "Oh, Dokkan Battle charges this much. We can charge even more." That- <laughs> we can overcut them. That's how economics works, well, right? The thing is like you also get a lot more. I think you get a, actually, I think you get about 90 ish, but you also only spend 30 per multi summon. So. So that's three summons for $80? I think so. Whereas Duck on Battle is, I guess. I mean, I'd, I'd have to look. I don't remember exactly what the number was. I just remember seeing seventy nine ninety nine and going, holy shit. I thought Duck on Battle was really expensive for a while, and then I encountered other games, and that's horrifying. Yeah. Yes. Given that Dokkan Battle, like Jeremy said, isn't cheap, it hasn't stopped me from wailing out on that game, and I probably shouldn't, but whatever. I've still been playing a lot of Rocket League, because it takes five minutes per game, it's kind of fun to play, uh, it's simple, it, there's not too much brain damage going into that one. <laughs> not too much brain damage? What do you count as brain damage? Well, like, for example, playing League. League is very complicated. I need to pay attention to, like... Where everybody is standing, CS, item builds, all that kind of stuff. Rocket League is, where is the ball in relation to me right now, and how much boost do I have? That's legit. So, it's it's just so simple that there's not really a whole lot of thought, at least for me, that goes into it. It's still fun, don't get me wrong, but it's quick and easy, whereas League is not. And I have not really been doing very much the last week or so i've been spending a lot of time like i said on dokkan battle because i've got that event running right now and other than that like no one else has really been online so i haven't been playing very much in regards to that i need to go back in and finish dark souls 3 or at least try make a serious effort yeah you were pretty close to being done with it i'm you? stuck on the last boss the final was... boss of the game it was hard and at least i think he's hard speaking of dark souls have they released the remaster they have not released the remaster yet it's okay. may may 25th i want to say so it's a while yeah, they haven't released the remaster for anything. Um, although I did watch like a, a top six things to know for the remaster, and you guys got to remember, it's a lot more expensive to replace those switches than it is to replace the controllers. <laughs> hey, I pretty much use my switch as a console hooked <laughs> to my uh, PC anyway, but that's true. Yeah, but when you have to take a dump, so you take your console into the bathroom with you so you can See, keep playing. I do that with the Wii U. I don't do that with the Switch because I have to get up and grab the Switch. <laughs> Because the Wii U is already in my hand. 
So I'm I'm actually kind of looking forward to that because I never actually played the first one. But the one that I'm really looking forward to is still Super Robot Wars Cross. When does that come out in English? Uh, it's art. No, April. It's it's <laughs> April. I for whatever reason I can never seem to get it straight. Whereas March and April, like they keep reversing themselves in my head. It's April and May for me. Yeah, me too. Actually, and I, I have no idea why. But yeah, so it's April like. 26th or something like that is is uh, when Cross releases in English. Although, to be fair, I often forget that March exists at all. My birthday's in March, which might be why I remember it. Yeah, I don't remember March exists. I also have a hard time remembering months that absolutely nothing happens in, like, June. I can never remember those months exist either. Yeah. I am so mad at Caesars for putting their goddamn names in the middle of the year, because I know what Oct means and Noob and Dessa, but... Not the ones before it. June was a Caesar. No, July. Julius oh, I Caesar. Ju- I knew July was Julius Caesar. Uh, and June, Augustus. June is named after Juno, the goddess who is similar to Hera. I thought that was no, no, queen no. of the Roman pantheon. Yeah, okay. I thought for whatever reason I was thinking Jupiter was the was a uh, June, but it's not. So I haven't been up to very much, and it's kind of weird. I wish I had fighters right now, but... Yeah, I think everyone is in that state. I think everyone wishes that we just had fighters. <laughs> Look, my arcade stick came. I was playing Dive Kick to test it. There are, <laughs> there are no controller motions in Dive Kick, so I need something more substantial. Uh, you do realize that you can get Dead or Alive 5 for well, free, right? I didn't know you could get it for free. I thought about buying Guilty Gear Xrd, on but... S- on Steam, they actually, I think you can get it for free, but they changed it up so that you can buy either the full game or you can get like a base level game which has like free characters on it and then buy the characters singly. I also own Marvel vs. Capcom for 360 and could have. As I, there. I didn't know that it was also compatible. I guess I should have because uh, well, it's a USB port well, probably. I specifically bought one that was compatible with everything. It was a little more expensive, but. Yeah, that, that I mean, that makes sense, but so that, that. I have not actually gone in and looked at the Dead or Alive 5 thing because I own Dead or Alive 5. Why the hell would I care? Also, it's Dead or Alive. Are, are they making new games in that series? Ever? At the moment, I don't think they're making any. But to be fair, fighting games also seem to be making somewhat of a resurgence lately because like Tekken came out with a new installment. There was just a new um, Marvel vs. Capcom no one cares about. What's it Soul called? Soul Calibur 6 is coming out. That company that was really, really big for a while is coming out with something, but I can't remember what that company is called. Man, that helps. Uh, is it SNK? SNK, that's... SNK got bought by Capcom. You're thinking uh, of what the other one. It's not SNK. The people who make Tekken, right? I think so, because I just remember catching... Oh, no. no, they are making a new King of Fighters, though. What, whatever company is making that weird, like, 2D all-chicks fighter, I can't remember. Uh, that sounds like something that would have been made in the 90s and or is an indie game now. Yeah, yeah I know no, what... It's actually a real... It's actually a oh, full company. No. No, I can't uh, remember either. I know what Zach's talking about, and I will remember as soon as the podcast is over and feel very silly. It, Yeah, I caught it on Censored Gaming talking about it, because there was something like on the Nintendo Switch Direct about it, but the trailers for it were very different in English and Japanese. Gotcha. Now, I just remember that the people who made Skullgirls are making like an entirely different genre game. Anything else you've played, Zach? Uh, I played a little bit of Civ Five, but I didn't really get into it too much. It's one of those things that I have to really be in the right mood to really pick up a game of Civ Five. I've been in a Civ mood. We play video games on the last Wednesday of the month, which we're going to do just this next Wednesday. Do you guys just want to play Civ? I would be up for that. Kinda or we'll, thought we'll we were going fighters. to be playing Fighters. We'll play fighters. Never mind. 
what provided it works. I mean, I would also play Civ. It depends on what mood I'm in. It really, like, for me, it really depends on whether or not Fighters is working look, on my yeah, computer. Look, if Fighters doesn't work on our com- my computer, I will buy a PS4 copy and come to your house. <laughs> <laughs> As I say, if we ever play in person sometime, you should let me use your controller for a match or two. I will. I have not used it at all, so it was going to be my handicap if we played tonight. I don't. I can't remember anything else that I've been actively playing. I'm really looking forward to the world tournament starting for uh, Dokkan Battle again, but that's not up yet. Jeremy, what have you been up to? Let's mix up the order. Okay, I've been playing Dive Kick. Not much of it. It was really just to see, make sure the uh, I didn't need any software to use the arcade stick with my computer. Ed and I played some Dive Kick a while ago. I like Dive Kick a lot. Um, have you seen the Dive Kick controller they made just for it? I think they only made a hundred or whatever. With just yeah. it has a control stick, so you can navigate the options menu. And there's just two giant buttons that say dive and kick. <laughs> it's very <laughs> choice. And then a little bit of Wind Waker, but not much, because every time I have to sail anywhere in Wind Waker, I get bored and want to put the controller down once I get there. But I got the Master Sword, that was pretty cool. And then I sailed to prison to go save my sister. So that's what I've accomplished in Wind Waker this week, <laughs> which is weird because whenever I get home, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to play some Wind Waker. And then I do, and it doesn't go well. But part of that was also I haven't really slept this week because I was experiencing some fun dental pain. Oh, that sucks. Oh, that's an absolute was, blast. It was actually sinus, oh, okay. but it's it was manifesting as jaw pain. Yeah, it was that not happens. Great. I learned back when I had stomach issues that I thought were sinus issues that that is actually a side effect of sinus issues. I haven't had any of these problems and what, who's the one person on this podcast that doesn't exercise? Uh, I, I don't know. Do you exercise, Jeremy? I haven't lately. I've been trying to get back into it. I think I might take some Taekwondo again. That's a good choice. I, I, know, I didn't know you ever did that. When I was younger. But I have kept up a couple of routines. I tried to make sure I can still kick over my head. Can you? Because I can't. Almost. <laughs> if I'm, I think if my stance was correct, I would. Because you usually lower yourself to the ground, but I can't quite remember. I've never been that flexible. My legs don't work. Flexibility is the one physical gift I was granted. (laughs) I actually need to get back into it. I had intended to like go swimming at least once a week or multiple times a week. I just kind of fell out of a swimming pool right next to my house, and I'm really excited about it. Well, I've got the rec center down the street from my house. Oh yeah, that's actually on. It's on the way home from work. Yeah, it's actually a really nice building in there now. I haven't been since they remodeled it. It looks nice. It's a pretty nice building. They. Added the like a side like kiddie pool area. It's got a, it's got a uh, slide in it, and it's all that's also where I usually do my when I go in there and do the laps. And since I've had dental pain, I had time to catch up on One Piece since I couldn't sleep. <laughs> Guys, One Piece is great. I know. Uh, so I really enjoy yeah. hearing One Piece stories well, look, because I'm never going to watch it. I, I think One Piece is like Eve for me. I like hearing stories <laughs> of the conflicts, but I never want to touch that thing myself. The, the current big bad ate the soul soul fruit, so she like taxes people's souls and then distributes it to everything in her kingdom. So it's everything is like personified. So it's this weird Disneyland <laughs> where like all the food talks to you and yells at you to tell you how delicious it is. That's uh, great. Yes, that's she, creepy. Yes, it is. It's played for horror, and she also has chess piece keepers, which is a very good pun. Chess they're, piece they keepers. They are they are chess pieces that she is enchanted to be cops. Oh, they're chess piece keep. Okay. Oh, I okay. I, it took I, me a moment. I, I but but since uh, Brooke, the Straw Hats musician alter ego, is Soul King, a musician who goes around playing soul, he is able to instantly defeat anything that she creates with his soul music, which is the best. Uh, <laughs> That's why it's called soul music. Obviously. Yes, exactly. It's because it either ensouls things or desouls things. Also, I thought it just spoke to the soul. 
Well, yeah, and it tells it to get the f*** out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so One Piece is very good. I am sad that I cannot go watch more episodes until Saturday. Just because of lack of episodes? Yes. Check out Darling in the Franks. I think you'll really like it. That is, I think, next on my to-watch list. It's either that or Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I don't remember which I put first. No. You haven't watched Brotherhood? No. Huh. I'm watching that one, and then I've also got two more, I think, that are also kind of generic. Because I can't remember if I actually am watching three that don't include Dragon Ball Super. And also, I went to watch Marvel's The, uh, the Defenders soonish, because I finally made it through the slog that was Iron Fist. Boy, was that a slog. I heard that was the worst one of the lot. Yeah, it's really drained my enthusiasm, though. I've heard it's not very good. It's not. It's actively bad. There's this one scene that I think took me uh, two weeks to get through. It was so bad. I would watch a sentence and be like, no. No, I don't want to. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, I think I heard that it was really bad from Jeremy. No, I, I've heard this from other sources. Yeah, yeah, it's the, by far the worst reviewed. Except my coworker, Justin, I think Jeremy's met him. It, like, really likes Iron Fist, and I don't understand I, why. I like the character Iron Fist. No, he likes the show Iron Fist. So. Um, it has some <laughs> corporate executives. I don't know. I don't know why you like that. What do you like, Tyler, That so much that you've played it this week? I've played some Spelunky. I almost won. It was horribly exciting. No, You've listener, beaten I've, Spelunky before, right? It once. Okay. I've beaten Spelunky once. I've gotten to Olmec thrice. Including the time that I won. It's hard. The temple is just ridiculously hard. I feel like I need to end up there with like 20 bombs and just blow a hole down to the bottom and call it a day. Um, I've not actually had a whole lot of time to play video games. I have watched a bunch of anime recently, though, so... Uh, you should catch up on One Piece. <laughs> Editor's note. Jeremy does actually, actually re- recommend anyone spend the time to catch up on One Piece. But do you watch the uh, Ennis Lobby arc? Because it's the best arc in Shonen anime. Anyway. Uh, I have watched Your Name recently. I hear that's very good. Your Name. Yeah, it's just, it's a weird title. It is very good. I can't really describe it at all without spoiling it, but it's... I'm trying to run down that series in my head of whether or not... It's a movie. It's a movie. I've never seen a movie, then. The same director has produced a couple other critically acclaimed films, um, but from my friend who has seen all that guy's films, apparently this is the best one. Dub or sub? Um, Apparently both are pretty good. No, what should you watch? I watch sub. Okay. I'm still trying to convince Alex to watch it because I watch it with a group of friends. And I'm like, this is a great movie. Alex, you should watch this movie. And she's like, but I don't want to watch a subbed movie. That yep. takes effort. Pirate the dub from Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> or just pirate it, just generally. Or that. I also started watching Assassination Classroom. I don't think I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I've heard mixed things about that one. It's goofy. I mostly watch it because the same group of people I watch your name with were watching it. I'm like, okay, I'll watch an episode or two of this. I'm like, well, that was amusing. I'm never going to watch this ever again. So <laughs> I also watched Aladdin last night. Does that count as Which anime? one? Aladdin. The classic Disney? Yeah. Prince Ali, Glorious He, Ali Ababa. Yep. Not Jafar 3, the surprisingly good... Jafar 3? <laughs> Jafar <laughs> That sounds like a rad movie. <laughs> Not Aladdin 3, the surprisingly good directed DVD sequel, or... Aladdin 2, Revenge of Jafar, the exactly how good you expect it to be directed DVD <laughs> sequel. Yeah, Aladdin 3 is the one where the, his father turns out to be the king of thieves or something. Yes. Okay, yes. I have not watched either of the sequels to this movie, so... 3 is not bad, like Jeremy just said. <laughs> Surprisingly good for a direct-to-DVD sequel. I have seen Little Mermaid 2. I don't recommend it. I saw part of Lion King 2 and was like, why is it Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. <laughs> Well, because the f- uh, clearly, because the first one is Hamlet. 
Look, I tried to. I had a Shakespeare class, and the final project was we had to watch five different versions of Hamlet and compare and contrast them. And when I asked if I could make the Lion King one, my professor was not amused. <laughs> I should, I, that's a lie. He was very amused, but said he wouldn't no. let you do it. Yes, but it, the the Lion King is Hamlet. Okay. I completely forgot about this, but this is actually a game worth talking about. I started playing Bioshock Infinite last week. Bioshock Infinite's gameplay it. is absolutely fantastic. The last half hour is dog. I mean, I'll, I'll get there when I get there. So there's like the choice you have to make between bird and cage. I seem to recall that actually mattering. I don't know. Who the hell told you that ever matters? Um, the internet. The internet lied to you. I don't believe that. I don't believe the internet can ever lie to me, Zach. That is one of the top meaningless choices in gaming. That okay. choice doesn't make any difference. The internet told me Dragon Ball Fighter Z comes out on the 25th of January, so I believe it can lie to me. Fair enough. Well, technically, in, in some time zones, yes. it does not. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've been really enjoying that game. I kind of stopped playing a little bit. I got into the uh, kill all of that one guy's minions arc. That's probably not helpful. You probably do that multiple times. The, it's a shooting game. Kill yeah. all that guy's minions are what you do. The, the retired veteran arc in order to get shock jock. Okay, I know what you're talking is about. where I ended. I really love the one-off dialogue you have with Elizabeth. It's, oh no, it's great. So, although I started playing this game, I'm like, huh, I'm pretty sure the main character is insane. And uh, that's that's pretty much, I'm, I'm sticking to that. I'm pretty sure the main character is insane. Do you know everything about that game? No, I've I've somehow. So you don't know any of the spoilers. Yeah, I was about to spoil something, and it was like, no, Tyler clearly. That's does why not know I that wanted to because check. He would have mentioned it. Yeah, no, I, I have not had this game spoiled. For I'm me somehow surprised since because I've talked about Bioshock Infinite before. You know how many things about Gundam Seed we spoiled before we started the. <laughs> That's that a good point. It's a good game. What did you think of the beginning? Where you're like launch into the city and then oh yeah no that was great that was a great start where you're kind of wandering around and it's like beware the false prophet or whatever the hell it's called yeah and then there's that one billboard that has the uh mark of the devil carved into the back of the hand and he's like huh that's weird i've got that <laughs> and then you have to fight your way out it's very good another really big question what do you think of the skyhook traveling system um it, it's okay i don't feel strongly about it one way or the other it sure is. I, if I can use it more in combat later, I think I will enjoy it a lot more. Um, it seems like it's really useful for mobility, but thus far it's mostly just been from like move from floating platform A to floating platform B. They they so. do much better later on in the game. Like it, it becomes a major fixture of combat areas or combat arenas, I'm, so it lets you move around a lot easier. Thus far, I am mostly just rocking a carbine and a sniper rifle all the time, and that seems to solve all my problems. So. You haven't been doing it long enough in order to have Elizabeth really participate in combat, have you? No, her her role has mo she has tossed me salts once in combat, and that is mostly what she has done. What do you oh, think of that idea? I forgot about oh the fact that she can just randomly find items. I love it because it makes the random follower who you otherwise have conversations with feel like they're actually trying to help you. I did get there is one fight that um is with the veterans goons where she can warp in some stuff. Well, I, I was specifically thinking of the fact that she can throw you ammunition, health, and salts. Um, I like that idea because otherwise you end up in the Resident... It, it's not quite the Resident Evil 4 where the whole game is an escort quest. I kind of love that about 4, though. I mean, so many games do it awful, but the fact that every two seconds... Help, Leon! I kind of love it. Maybe it's Stockholm Syndrome. There were a couple of instances while I was playing Resident Evil 4 where she's like, Help, Leon! And I just watched the guy walk away and was like... Have you seen the Rooster uh, Teeth animated adventure about that? 
we will watch it after this podcast. I don't think I have, but um so sorry, what um that idea of having a partner who you're ostensibly uh escorting but also able to contribute to your success not in an active not as an active participant in combat but as a support piece i like it more as a zeitgeisty thing but i can't talk about that at all without spoiling that so <laughs> i was that's why i was specifically asking tyler because yeah. you know what's going on i do anything huh. else tyler ha huh. ha huh. is she secretly part of his psyche or something She's a ghost! Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's <laughs> <Or else laughs> a very good waveform, Zach. I'm glad that you're admiring it. <laughs> or else Booker is a ghost, one way or the other. I don't know. I'm enjoying it a lot thus far. I'm definitely... For so, like, I started Bayonetta a while back, and I just cannot continue playing Bayonetta, and I, I don't know why. I'm going to play That's it when odd. it comes out on the Switch. That's the decision I've made. Like, I want to finish it at some point. I, I fully intend to. It just did not hook me very much. And at the same time, I had installed Bioshock Infinite. I'm like, well, let's see if this one sticks any better. And it's stuck a lot better. So, uh, okay. I think Bioshock Infinite's a better game than Bayonetta. Than Bayonetta. I like Bayonetta. I don't get me wrong, but they scratch very different itches. But I think from a design standpoint, I think I pre- prefer Infinite, but that's also because you have a lot of really fun options. Although, you don't get to kick rockets at people in Bioshock. That's fair. <laughs> you, you don't get to strap rocket launchers to your feet and arms. Bioshock is also a little more, like, intellectually interesting. It's clearly got a message. I'm just not sure what the hell it is You yet. might care for the ending more than I I suspect did. I will. So <laughs> I want to play that game just to see the ending and uh, examine it, because it seems very Grant Morrison, and he is my favorite creator of fiction. But, and you, you know how I feel about yeah. the ending. Well, I feel like I will like it more than you by default. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think it was like a hundred episodes ago or something like that in which I played Bioshock Infinite again and I talked about it. And I feel like even just you telling yourself in the past this is how it ends would make you be more forgiving to that ending. Just knowing <laughs> it was coming. Maybe. I don't know. Anything else, Tyler? Um, Let's see here. Going through my inventory. I have played a lot of Smash, and by a lot, I mean some. <laughs> I, pl- I got into an amusing Ganon doubles match a couple nights ago that ended up going like five or six rounds, but every single uh, game I finished by flame-choking the person to death. So <laughs> That's pretty good. They kept almost coming back to the edge. I'm like, you jumped over the edge, punish. You jumped over the edge, punish. Punishing people in fighting games is the most satisfying thing in the world, right? It really is. <laughs> Um, although a lot of the times it wasn't necessary, sometimes I had to chase them off the edge and they weren't going to be able to make it back anyway, and then I flame choked them anyway. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's also fun. Look, I don't need to spend six meter to do this to you. You're already dead, but I will, because it looks rad. <laughs> Nothing of any particular interest. I like The most I've played recently has been Bioshock. I, I kind of surprised I forgot that I've been playing it. This week has had, like, five weeks worth of content in it for me all right that brings us to the assignment then definitely five weeks worth of content for us Uh, five weeks worth of development echo the tides of time i don't think we actually said what game we were gonna play last week that's entirely possible i think we just said we're gonna play the next echo game yeah yeah i I mean it's either that or echo jr right i don't know so yeah echo the tides of time which uh take picks up right where the last game left off that's what we all wanted right sure where you're talking to your dolphins and they're like, hey, bro, the Adatarians? I, I mean, I have the Wikipedia page up. I can check what, this, what they're called. I believe they're called the Vortex. No, those are the bad aliens. Uh, are they good aliens? Yes. 
did this happen in the original Echo? Yes. I don't remember that. Aren't being part they of the, the Atlanteans? Plot. They are, but that's not what they're called. They got a different name. Anyway, the Atlanteans gave you sweet magic powers, so now you can travel through teleport portals like this one. And then you have to find. Did anyone find just finding the first teleport portal kind of hard and awkward? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's how this game starts. Hard and awkward. It's got the same controls as the last one. You rapidly tap A to swim faster. B is like a lunge attack, and C shoots out a little sonic pulse that you can use to talk to other dolphins. In some cases, it can be an attack. Um, one thing I will say that they did slightly better in this game is there are more open areas where you can really get up to speed. And if you're decent at maneuvering, you can keep that speed for a while. That's nice. You swim around the ocean, try to find stuff. It's it, very confusing. It's basically the same old mazes as Echo the Dolphin. I didn't encounter any of that uh, terrible stuff where the keys and doors look identical in this one. So that's a nice improvement. I just assume I didn't get far enough to see that. I don't think it ever actually happens. Wow, they actually learned something here? I'm I'm amazed. I, th I actually think this felt a lot more like an expansion. Kind of like how uh, Mario 2, The Lost Levels... Really just felt like an addition to Mario. This really just feels like an, an addition to Yeah, Echo. but see, that one actually was intended as just an expansion pack. I kind of think this one was, too. It was released a year after the original. So, it's not like they spent a lot of time in that think tank, thinking up new tanks. Well, they thought up a lot of new story, but we'll oh, get to geez. that. <laughs> I'm excited for this. The major new game mechanic they've added is the teleport portals, which play basically like Star Fox. Not Star Fox 64. The original Star, Star Fox. Yeah, except for that it's way worse than that because it doesn't have any Super FX chip to make it barely workable. You're basically hopping through rings in an yeah. awkward over-the-shoulder third-person well, perspective. An, it's an over-the-shoulder third-person perspective that the graphics are, to be honest, impressive for the system. But the gameplay is really bad. You, there are enemies in it's front like of you. It's like a bubble generator that can hurt you, and that's <laughs> yeah. about it. And you can sing at it to kill it. But also there are these rings and you can only miss a certain number of rings on the course or you have to restart. Um, the rings are kind of awkward because they come at you slowly in this perspective. It's really hard to judge how far away they are. A lot of times they will pop in after the enemies do, but are actually closer to you than the enemy was, which feels awkward. And some of them you have to jump out of the water into, which is cool as an idea, but it's really hard to judge when you need to jump to hit the yeah, ring. It's, it's really awkward, and a lot of them, if they're in, if they're above the water where you have to jump, you can't tell they're there. There That's is a sound effect that comes up when they appear. I learned that eventually. I just couldn't hit them even when they were there, and I knew they were there. I didn't pick up the sound effect, so I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't have a huge amount of problems with it, although... Definitely timing the arcs of your jumps was a little awkward, just generally. This entire game is just a little awkward. Yeah, which brings us to what the first level. And this game has kind of objectives for you to complete to move on, which is kind of a cool idea, except for even though it has dolphin NPCs for you to talk to, they don't tell you what you need to do. And they're incredibly vague. Like, when I finally got to the point in the first level where it was like, okay, you got to do it. I was like, oh, so look at this thing. This is important, right? And then... Like, when I talked to him later to try and figure out what I was supposed to do, I got, do it. <laughs> yeah. Shia, LaBe Shia LaBeouf? He's been turned into a dolphin. We're saved. <laughs> Just do it, Nike? So You gonna give me any more information here, dude? So the, what you actually have to do is you have to sing at these four blue crystals in rhythm and then drag them to the crystal that this dolphin has taken you to. And do that it. gives you the power to break rocks with your song. <laughs> Obviously. 
And that oh. breeds us to just like maze levels like we're in the original Echo, and that's where I gave up. And I think I got further than either of these guys. Because yeah. this game is just... I can kind of get why you'd like it in the same way you might like an old adventure game, but it doesn't have any of the humor or clever solutions of one of those. It has some, in fact, kind of obtuse, or I guess way more obtuse solutions. Which is impressive. <laughs> it was rage-inducing. Well, actually, it wasn't even really rage-inducing for me, which is kind of awkward, because usually that kind of thing does it, just, it for me. I was just bored. Yeah, it almost lulled me kind of to sleep. I The music has a real underwater vibe that I kind of like, but it also just makes me want to not play and go to sleep. So I don't think it's good. Nothing about this game entices me to play it further. Which is yeah, that sounds about right. We miss one of the most interesting elements: the ability to transform into other animals, like yeah, a drone. Because that's later on. I had power ups last, but there are two. One is like a better version of your song that does more damage, and the other one transforms you into an animal, depending on what level you are. Each level has a different animal. Uh, the ones available are a seagull, a jellyfish, a shark, a school of fish, and a drone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, drone. You know, like how is playing a shark different from playing a dolphin? I mean, I'm sure it could more be. teeth. Yeah, presumably you eat something. But how does that change the gameplay and make it more interesting? More teeth. Yeah. How does a school of fish change the gameplay? Well, because then you could like fit through smaller places, right? Does that really change the gameplay? Well, or is no, that just it's like a key. It's yes. a funny shaped key. Yeah, it's a funny but... shaped key. And I suspect all of these are probably functionally funny-shaped keys. But Before we pass judgment on this game, since Kevin told us the story of the last one, I want to read the Wikipedia plot, which might be the longest segment we spend talking about this game, but here goes. And feel free to jump in with any commentary. The Tides of Time continues from the ending of the original game, in which Echo had saved his dolphin pod and the Earth from the Vortex aliens. Still wielding the powers granted to him by the ancient lifeform known as Asterite, Echo has <laughs> since... This sounds all, like, okay, I can buy this from a storytelling perspective. This isn't too outlandish. Echo has since returned to his peaceful life in Earth's waters. One day, while Echo is out exploring an underwater cave, a powerful earthquake goes off and causes an avalanche. And you play this. None of us got to this part. I got to this level. I could not trigger the avalanche. (laughs) As Echo recovers... So we didn't even get to the beginning of the plot in this game. (laughs) Yep. Wow. Look, that might have made you want to keep playing, right? And nothing did. No, no. No, I'm excited for what's coming because I accidentally spoiled some of this for myself. As Echo recovers, he discovers that the asteroid's powers have left him, indicated by the return of his need to surface for air. Oh, I have to breathe. (laughs) His fellow dolphins explain that something has killed the asteroid and is now spreading fear among the ocean life. Soon after, Echo meets a dolphin with unusually long fins. She is his descendant, Trillia who takes him to the distant future to speak with an old friend. (laughs) What the hell? So in the future, dolphins have evolved unusually long fins and also time travel technology. In the future, the ocean has developed its own mind and is connected across the planet by waterways traveling through the sky. The dolphins of the future have also evolved as they are now able to fly through a combination of internal helium sacs and telekinetic (laughs) powers. What the hell is this? Uh, Coincidentally, their dolphin-like shapes completely useless in flying anymore. They now have helium psychosis. After exploring the future, Echo finds his old friend, the asteroid, who explains the events that have transpired on Earth in Echo's time. 
Though Echo had defeated the Vortex, the Vortex Queen survived and followed him back to Earth, where she killed the asteroid of Echo's time and now nests and feeds to restore her brood. Wait, how does the future one still exist then? I, maybe I'm getting yes? to that. <laughs> the asteroid then tells Echo that when he used the Atlantean time machine to save his pod, he split the stream of time in two. Oh, One wow. possible future for Earth is a bright, happy world filled with flying dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> while the Goodbye other buying things for all the fish. While the other is a dead mechanical world sucked dry by the vortex. So basically, it's Sonic CD. Yeah, exactly. Sonic was just stealing, or Sega was just stealing all their own ideas. As a result, Echo is referred to as the stone that split the stream of time in two. I don't know why he's a stone. Uh, well, because presumably he because like he split the stream, he, he split the stream of time, like, uh, stream splits around a rock. Guys, so you know, we're at the halfway point. What? <laughs> <laughs> Once back in his own time, Echo travels to the Mori Abyss, where he finds the first two globes of the asteroid after clearing out the giant Mori eels. He then the jer- giant Mori eels, obviously. <laughs> he then journeys to revive the asteroid by finding its many globes that have been scattered <laughs> across the ocean. <laughs> what does the asteroid look like that it has many globes? <laughs> I will look up a picture when we're done. Slowly, the asteroid begins to recover and eventually is able to hold a full conversation with Echo. <laughs> However, it cannot help Echo. As Remember the- peanut butter jelly sandwiches? I like those. As the vortex of the dark future took its last pair of globes back to their own time. <laughs> As the Atlantean time machine can only go into the past, Echo must find another way to reach the dark future. Wait, how, how did he get to the future in the first place then? His descendant took him? But how did she get back? If, if the time machine only goes backwards... Because they went to the good future. I don't know. No, because it opens a portal to the past, but the portal stays open. Okay... Echo makes his but way. You can't th- open a portal to the future. You don't know where the Earth's going to be in the future. You haven't. You haven't done the math. Echo makes his way to the lunar bay, which the vortex had stripped of all ocean life as they continue to grow and multiply. As he explores, Echo is ambushed by vortex drones and taken to the dark future. Unlike the future before, the vortex future is a lifeless planet-spanning machine consisting of water tubes, artificial gravity, and dangerous vortex creatures. That <laughs> sounds lovely. It's a good vacation spot. Echo locates the asteroid's last two globes in a chamber where a bubble-chained holding device called the Globe Holder resides. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, well, you want to handle uh, my Globe Holder? <laughs> they have employed the Crackdown Naming Committee. <laughs> After destroying it, Echo obtains the globes and is warped back to his era. With the asteroid complete again, Echo's former powers are restored, and the asteroid summons all of Echo's fellow dolphins to join in fighting the Vortex. <laughs> As the dolphins and the vortex do battle in the now transformed <laughs> lunar bay, this is starting to sound rad. Echo swims to the deepest parts and infiltrates the vortex's new machine, then finally confronts the vortex queen and seemingly destroys her once and for all. Seemingly. As his pod celebrates their victory over the vanquished vortex, Echo's fins grow super long and he's like, whoa, that's weird. I wonder if I can helium fly now. Nope. Echo returns to the asteroid and is told to go to Atlantis and destroy the time machine in order to prevent the stream of time from ever being split again. Arriving in the sunken city, Echo discovers that the Vortex Queen is still alive as a larva after her supposed death. Of course she is. And the two of them race to the time machine. The Vortex Queen uses the time machine first and is sent to the prehistoric Earth, or I'm sorry, to the prehistoric era, where she finds herself unable to rule over the creatures that reside there. Faced with the need to survive, the queen is forced to adapt to Earth's own life cycles, and through the aeons, the vortex are integrated into the ecosystems of Earth as anthropods. Anthropods? Anthropods. As opposed to arthropods. 
May oh arthropods. You're right. Okay. I don't know what arthropods wait, did, are. A- anything. Okay. With I an external that. skeleton and. Wait, I clicked so on the wait, were there not bugs in this universe? Echo chooses to use the time machine instead of destroying it and vanishes into an unknown era. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going over here. I ju- a third game in the trilogy was planned, but instead they made Echo Jr. and then rebooted the franchise on the Dreamcast. Why? Why, gods? So that's Echo the Two, the Tides of Time. Did they not have bugs in this world before that happened? I'm just so I don't confused. know. Time. Well, I like, don't know. I wasn't paying any attention because everything you see is a vertebrate. So that is Echo Two, the Tides of Time. Wow. <laughs> That's a thing. A thing we now have to put on our list. The list we have at www.lasttimeonvideogames.com, ranking all the games we've played from best to worst. This should be difficult. At the top, we have Chrono Trigger, another game involving a lot of time travel. A at much better game involving time travel. At the bottom, we have Echo the Dolphin. Will it remain there? We shall see. I have an opinion on this subject. <laughs> In the middle, we have... Mega Man 2 for Game Boy, not the really, really good one for NES, which is much higher. Yeah, this is Mega Man Roman numeral 2, right? Correct. So we start with, is this the worst game we've played for the podcast? Is yes. it worse than Echo the Dolphin? Yes. Um, it is my opinion that no, it is not. It has slightly mo- more coherent level design. Gentlemen, um, defend your stances. <laughs> okay, so I think it has slightly more coherent level design. It doesn't have extremely frustrating lock and keys. It just has really bland lock and keys. I actually like the music a lot more, and the swimming feels more natural. I don't know that they actually changed it, but the levels feel they more didn't. conducive. It, it's actively boring, like in a way even more so than Echo. That first teleport thing, that's irritating to deal with. I, I almost quit the game right then and there. So, uh, And that first level, it's so counterintuitive and unintuitive that there's no way in hell anybody would ever be able to figure that out without having some kind of guide. Or just or way too much time. It. Yeah, and now that I think about it, the original Echo did open with, learn how to jump over that giant rock over there. You never really use that school again, but that is kind of a neat open. And when they initially, like, when you talk to the, when you use your uh, available resources, you know, the other dolphins, they say, you know, see how high I can jump higher than you or something like that. Which As is opposed what to, kick, do it. Which is what kicks <laughs> off the plot of jumping out of the water. Do it. Yeah, and then just do it. <laughs> do what? <laughs> Has Zach changed your mind, Tyler? Um, Not almost. He's almost changed my mind. Well, I agree with him. Mostly because I just find the level design so obstinate. Like, it's not even design. It just it doesn't really tell you what it wants you to do. Nor is it intuitive. Like, you didn't get past the part with the crystals, did you? No, I got past the part with the crystals. That's about where I stopped playing, though. Okay. And, like, the rhythm you have to sing to them is really awkward. I mostly discovered it by mistake. Yeah, and, again, I feel like, like Zach was saying, Echo is just more intuitive, making you jump, and then you're like, oh, what the hell just happened? I wonder if the avalanche in this game would be similar, but it's so tough to get to. Maybe the later levels are more interesting. The flying dolphin stuff sounds fun, but... I couldn't reach that part. So. I also don't know that you get to interact with that. I think it's just like a cutscene that happens. No, I've been told you like are like jumping on flying dolphins in one level. Oh, that's cool. I mean, that it sounds like it might have had legs if only there was anything to entice you to get that far. So 
New bottom of our list at number 224, Echo. Echo 2, the Tides of Time. (laughs) We have really been playing some stinkers lately. Zach, you're well known for suggesting good games. Yes, 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 I am. I I only suggest mediocre to decent games. So this time, I think we're going to go back to the very limited selection of games from the N64, and we're going to play F-Zero X. Ooh, so I've never played F Zero X. Have I you not? I, th- I thought we'd all played F Zero X. No, but I guess I hadn't really. I hadn't met you until after we weren't playing Nintendo games very much anymore. So next time on Last Time, Falcon: The Demolition Derby is better. Punch. This has been Last Time on Video Games, a Last Podcast production, copyright 2018. For the conceptually impaired, all games and other media mentioned herein are copyright their respective owners. If you'd like to listen to past episodes or read some of our written material, visit our website at www.lastimeonvideogames.com. You can also send us an email at ltobg at lastimeonvideogames.com. We're also on iTunes, so feel free to hit us up and leave us a review. You've been attacked by the ghost of Dolphin's Pass. Game over. Game over.